0: It's Friday. Football Friday is back on the air. QP Sports Exchange Podcast is your host, Vince. And we have a lot to get to. So, the rundown looks like this. We got some news out of Giants camp. Um, they got a... Looks like they got still steal in the second round. Pittsburgh is doing a reshuffle on their offensive line. The hoodie... And Gilmore deal. Chiefs have a pass rushing issue. Then we have a take out of Green Bay. Not Rodgers, sort of. And then we're going to go to hashtag takes and a little bit of on campus. So that's the rundown. That's what we're looking at today. Um, so first and foremost, a little house cleaning news when it comes to the network um as you know we have brought aboard kyler copeland he does a fantasy football podcast fantasy dreams his second episode which will feature the nfc north is coming out tomorrow so be on the lookout for that and i have some news that I can tell you right now, we're in development of a couple more podcasts. Kyler will probably be involved in one, but we have another. So I won't break that news until we have it really set in stone. But I've told you for many a year, well, maybe not many a year many a months let's go that way cuz it was many a months that our goal is to go ahead and have a podcast network where we have a bunch of different voices on the podcast and it looks like it's coming to fruition um I'm real happy about it um I'm really enthused by the people that I'm talking to they have a lot of passion in what they do. I think they're going to bring a lot to the network. So keep on the lookout for news breaking on Twitter, which is uh, QPP Network. And on Instagram, that's going to be question point pod network. So keep on the lookout for that. When I have news on that, you'll have news on that. And we'll all be better off, right? Now... Going forward, let's see um, There's really nothing to record at home We're just just hanging in Doing what we can um, You know, this struggle is real sometimes So all I can tell you is that This part of the day for me is Therapeutic I like being here I like being able to muck it up with you guys and just get after it and that's what we're gonna do so let's get to this podcast because we got a lot of good information and i'll be back in one minute we're gonna hit Giants camp right now um there was a story out of Giants camp that I just wanted to hit you guys with Giants second round pick out of Georgia Aziz Aguilari um it's one of these situations where the pandemic issue might have had a little cause in this but there was a medical issue with him that's kind of why he fell but let me tell you something the giants are really happy that he did okay um reports out of camp is that the 6 foot 3 250 pounds linebacker is showing just outstanding just instincts in and around the ball um his linebacker mate Blake Martinez says that he is a freaky looking player Um, He says that the OTA sessions, um, that he's been all over the field, that he's been making plays. Now, Blake Martinez also said it is OTAs, albeit, like to see what it looks like in the game. But he's saying that this guy has the goods. And Blake Martinez is a real student of the game. And when you're hearing something like that from one of your vets, About one of your new guys. You got to feel good. Big Blue Nation. You know what I'm saying? I know there are a lot of. Giant fans out there. And they want to know. That their picks are doing well. So here is a spot of news for you. Uh, Blake went on to say. That. um, He says. That his instincts combined with getting into the film room will only make him better. He's seeing brilliant flashes from Audilary. So basically what he's saying is like, it's the film room. The film room will make it where he's going to be one of those wrecking forces and just blowing up offenses. If he's just going to rely on his instincts and rely on his athletic ability, we'll see how it all plays out. But That kid seems to me like he wants it. And he looked like that in Georgia. Shouts out to the Bulldogs out there in SEC Nation. I know y'all listening. You know what I'm saying? So, Aziz Adjulari is looking real good. I'm actually really high on the pick. I'm glad they kind of got him in the second round. Looks like Gettleman had a good draft so far. And as we get closer to July, the one thing that I do want to let you know is that we will have divisional previews starting in July, going through August, getting us ready for the season. So what I did last year is I did, you know, when I did the NFC South, I did the AFC South. But this year, what we're going to do is we're just going to hone in on one division Per podcast. If there's other news that we need to get to, we'll get to it. But what we're going to do with the division previews is they will be one at a time this year. So look for those starting in July, and I'll put it on Twitter and Instagram when those will start. All right. So, G Man, you're looking good. Fans of the Giants, I know y'all out there. So, here is some good news for you. Now we're going to move on to Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh, they cut their longtime right guard, David DiCastro. Now, the thing with this is, is that he had an ankle injury um, and he had surgery on it before the 2020 season um, when DiCastro did not participate in mandatory. Minicamp, the Steelers were like, okay, we got to go ahead and release this guy. They saved $8.75 million on the cap. And then they're not resting in laurels at all. They just signed five-time pro bowler, Trey Turner. Now, Trey has some injury issues as well. But I guess they're banking on him being 28 years old. So three years the junior of De Castro. So, Pittsburgh fans, which I know my mama is one, tell me how you feel about letting go of De Castro, getting Trey Turner in there. I mean, I like the move. I don't like the health situation that's going on with Turner, but if the medicals are checked out, they got a they got a younger version of De Castro. I think he's actually a little bit bigger, actually, as well. So here's another physical physical specimen. Here's a guy who knows how to run block... You know, so this is something that Ben's going to need because that team is going to go as far as that running game and Ben smarts is going to get them. So we have a lot to look forward to when it comes to getting really in to these divisional uh, previews. And I can't wait to really dive in with the Pittsburgh Steelers and see what they're all about, because At first glance, I was really worried for them as far as what they were going to go this year. And I still am not sold whether they're going to finish last in their division or not. So we will see as we get closer. And like I said, I'll let you guys know when which division we're doing. Now, um, one other story that I want to get to is... We have a situation going on in New England. Okay, Stephon Gilmore did not come to minicamp. Okay, he's sitting out. He wants a new contract. Now, the hoodie spent a lot of money in the offseason. He did not keep a little extra in the cabinet, so to speak, for my man Stephon Gilmore, which is one of the best corners in the league, if you don't mind me saying Alright, Jalen Ramsey, which is my boy, you know, I give him love and I give him the nod, But Stefan Gilmore is super nasty. And that guy can cover. And he's really smart. But this is the one thing that Bill Belichick does do, right? He puts his he puts his money where his mouth is because He's letting he has let go a bunch of dudes where you think they had a plenty in a tank. You know, this goes back to Richard Seymour, Ty Law, Lawyer Malloy, Mike Vrabel, Randy Moss, etc. OK, he's not afraid to let uh, let go of a, a vital piece of his team. OK, he has done it and he has figured it out. And the one thing about Bill is that he's always looking for assets. Now, here's the question that I have for all my New England Patriots fans out there. And you can hit me up on Twitter at QPP Network or on Instagram at Question Point Pod Network. But here's the question What do you think Bill wants back for Stephon Gilmore? Is it a second round pick? Is it multiple picks? Or is it a player? Could the Patriots go old-school trade and trade player for player? Now, I know that Bill has some money kind of put aside. Now, I don't know if he would boost up his wide receiver core, which he did add to in free agency. I'm hearing rumors that Nikhil Harry is also on the trade block. So is there a deal where there's a wide receiver that comes back? Is that wide receiver long-wanted Odell Beckham Jr.? I mean, these are questions that I got to ask, okay? So if you're not going for draft picks and you're looking for players, where do you go if you're built? My whole thing is, is that... It looks like the offensive line is shored up. Through the draft, it looks like the defensive line looks really, really good. Their linebacker core is going to get a lot better because you're going to have all the guys who opted out last year. The secondary, even without Stephon Gilmore, is solid. And Bill just knows how to mask situations anyway, so you kind of go, all right. So if Stefan Gilmore is not gonna be a patriot this year, what do you do? What do you want back? Is it picks? Are you still built are you still kind of just stacking the war chest of picks to build the team around one Mac Jones? Or do you go get him a bona fide superstar in Odell Beckham Jr.? Now Odell has had his issues We all know that But As far as Claire is concerned If the guy stays healthy He's one of the best to do it It's just real Fascinating to me That right now We're getting ready for like Actual training camp that's coming up in a couple of weeks And There's still tinkering Going on in New England There's still tinkering Going on at Gillette Stadium. But this is what he does. Every single year. Patriots fans know this better than anybody else. They really don't have their roster. And really their style of play. till like week 4 into the season. Bill kind of uses the early season. As kind of a pseudo. Preseason deal. Now he's able to do that. Because he is the hoodie. He is the man. He's got six rings As a head coach Two as an assistant So my man is living well So He's been doing this for years We really don't see Kind of what the vision is Of New England Usually until about week four anyway So this is just To me Business as usual In Foxborough This is what they do Interchangeable parts, great players moving on, things just being masked over with scheme and maybe more pressure up front. So your D back, your your defensive backs don't have to be as as good. Even though I know they got some young guys out there like J C Jackson, some other guys and stuff like that. So we know that the hoodie. Gets his defensive backs Hell was it uh, Was it Malcolm um, Butler Was an undrafted free agent You know And that dude was making big Big plays in the Super Bowl So it's not like Bill Is worrying about this Every second of the day It's time for hashtag takes. This is where we have a little news and notes, little blurbs, and then we kind of give our take on it. First take out there is this Panthers running back CMC Christian McCaffrey and Sam Darnold new QB one in Carolina were seen out to dinner in Carolina and I go to this like Hell yeah, they should be. Sam Darnold should be taking that dude out a lot. Because he's going to need him. He's going to need him to be healthy. He's going to need him to run the football for fourteen to 1,600 yards. He's going to have to catch 80 passes. He's going to have to get in the end zone, double digits. He's probably going to have to call plays. He's probably also going to have to return kicks he might even do the extra points I don't know but Sam Darnold should definitely be taking Christian McCaffrey out to dinner taking care of that young man in a real big way cause Sam Darnold's future is hinged on the success that Christian McCaffrey has okay Let's not get that twisted. That team runs off CMC. And Sam Darnold, who is getting a second chance in Carolina. But you know that that rope doesn't have a long leash whatsoever. And my man needs to put foot on the ground running literally right now. So, I mean, I hope well for Sam Darnold. I know he got a bad shake in New York, in Gotham. I get it. But I also know that his margin for error is pretty slim. Because there, there's always four or five guys They're, they talk themselves into four or five guys every year whether it's warranted or not you know i'm sure right now the quarterback at the university of cincinnati is getting looks i'm sure about the quarterback at the university of southern california is getting looks i'm sure There's a guy that we haven't even heard of is getting looks. Or he's just going to pop out of nowhere in the first three games of the season. He's just going to put up astronomical numbers. Now, my guy that I believe that's going to pop like that and the name that you're going to hear a lot of come early in the college football season is my dude Malik Williams out of Liberty. I've talked him up on this podcast earlier. If you've not seen the YouTube video, go check it out. Okay. So there's always a guy. Okay. These these GMs talk themselves into things all the time. Well, if he's in our system, we can go ahead and make this happen. So, Sam Darnold is doing the exact right thing in taking care of his all-world, all-purpose running back who should help him out tremendously in the passing game as well. So, I don't know where he took him, but I know this. I don't care what that bill was. You handled that, right, Sam? You had that you got that check There was no gator arm with you right You didn't pause At all You picked that check up I know he did I know he did I know he was just going Oh no no CMC I got this Don't don't worry By the way You know I sent your Your lovely wife some flowers Or whatever or girlfriend I don't know what CMC's marital status is but I'm glad that Sam Darnold is doing the right thing in Carolina now the second thing is is that we'll go to Big D we'll go to Dallas and Dan Quinn the Dallas defensive coordinator is really excited about 12 overall pick uh, former Penn State linebacker Michael Parsons he says he's a natural edge rusher He has good speed coming off the edge. It was reminiscent of the type of speed that he flashed as a Nittany Lion in 2019. Keep in mind that Michael Parsons didn't really play in the 2020 season. You know, and now he was talking about some of the things they got to work on. He said that playing behind the ball is something they have to get better at. You know, so when the offensive tackle takes him behind the quarterback What's the move to get to the quarterback after that? You know, playing off the line of scrimmage as a rusher. Zone blitzing. And pass coverage. These are things that have to get cleaned up when it comes to Michael Parsons. But as an edge rusher, they said he was a disruptive force. When you hear the word disruptive... That means that the offense wasn't able to get any of their schemes together because this dude was in the backfield talking to Dak Prescott like, hey, money, what's up? How's it going? How's the fam? Is the ankle leg okay? You golfing later? Like, where's the course that we need to go to? I'm sure Michael Parsons had a lot of questions for Dak Prescott as he was just blown up plays left and right. And my man on the ground definitely told me that that's what was going on. So I'm just painting you a picture of what's going on in Dallas camp. Yeah, Michael Parsons is that dude. He's going to fit very well with Jalen Smith and Vander Esch. They got to keep Van Der Esch healthy, though. That dude cannot be another Sean Lee. I don't know what they need to do. Put him in bubble wrap. I don't know. But that guy cannot get hurt. Because he really was like the driving force of that defense. And it just seems just like with Sean Lee, when Van Der Esch went out, that defense Which wasn't great to begin with. Was even more awful. After he left. It was a stark difference. That's what I can say. But having Michael Parsons. Along with those other speedy linebackers. That's a good deal. Okay. The one thing. It's really hard. To look at. Like drafts and go. Oh what is this team doing. But when you see a good draft, it's just like, hey, that's, a, you know, that was a good pick. You know, they, it wasn't just fit, you know, it was the right dude, right temperament. And if you remember Michael Parsons at the draft, I mean, he wanted to go to Dallas. He wanted to be in Big D, you know. So when you have a guy who was just speaking it into existence That's where he wanted to go. Now you seeing the fire and you seeing the the natural talent, you know, in OTAs and what have you, you got to get pumped up for stuff like that. Now, I don't know where Dallas is going to be. We'll get to those division previews later. But just saying that right now, all is well in Dallas camp with Micah Parsons. Now the Jets picked up uh longtime Washington football team offensive tackle Morgan Moses. Now they added him to the to the O-line room. You know, that's a pretty good little pickup. You know, you got somebody who's a vet. Now, he has had a bunch of injury history. But if you're asking him to come in off the bench, one of your guys pulls a hammy or there's a knee, he can kind of hold it down for four to six games for him. You know, he has line flexibility in his in his uh, DNA. So you have a guy who could go guard, go tackle, Now, he'll be more comfortable at the right tackle, but he does have some line flexibility in him. So, I thought it was a pretty good pickup. Then, uh, I thought about Cincinnati. And then, I kind of backtracked on it because of the injury history. You want to make sure in Cincinnati that you're getting guys who are going to be able to play and gel with one another. That you're not starting like seven different offensive line lineups. You know, the health of Jonah Williams is very important to Cincinnati and is very important to Joe Burrow. See archive pods for the sermon of Joe Burrow's ligament. Okay, it's a classic. It was on a football Friday previous This is why we tell you to go to questionpointpodnetwork.com or you can get there by going to questionpod.com. Yeah, your boy picked up another URL that will take you to the website to get you squared away. I know the questionpointpodnetwork is a little wordy, so all you have to do now is put questionpod.com. And you can get there. You're welcome. We try to bring it home for you, QP Nation. We try to do it right. Now, New English Patriots Dante Hightower. I love this story. They asked him, was he was he looking forward to playing against Tom Grady in week four? This is Dante Hightower's answer it'll be good to see 12 again I played against him for a long time in practice so I'm looking forward to playing against him in a real game (laughs) the other thing that he said is he was asked was would he take it easy on Tom Brady he was like take it easy on 12 nah I can't do that we don't play on the same team anymore and that dude is trying to throw touchdowns on me so no he gonna get this heat okay Dante Tower is like listen that's my guy we had tremendous success together and all of that but let me tell you one thing when 12 comes to town and I got a beat on him he is gonna get this work that's what he said, okay? So, that's one of those situations where you sit there and you go, that's a, that's a that's a real man. That is a real man, and that dude is about that life. Another Alabama linebacker. Salty, you know, enough, you know, personality, but not too much. That's a saving guy and that's a Belichick guy and that culture is still alive in New England I can tell you right now from Canton, Massachusetts to Woonsocket, Rhode Island to Haverhill, Massachusetts to Brookline, Massachusetts to Brockton you know what I'm saying to Cambridge, Massachusetts in Bill we trust New Hampshire is in there. Worcester. Shout out to Worcester, Mass. You know they rock with the hoodie because this is what they do. Now all will be kind of galvanized once we find out what Mac Jones really is and we'll see about life after Brady this year. My fantasy guy Kyler Copeland is saying that uh, Cam probably starts most of the season. I don't know if I agree yet. I got to get some. I got to get some news. I got to get some stuff on that before I go ahead and say Cam. We're looking at Cam for twelve weeks, and then we're going to see what the kid can do from Alabama. The reports are good. So far we'll see But New England You got two segments on this podcast And I'm going to need Massachusetts as a whole And Rhode Island as a whole And New Hampshire as a whole To start stepping it up I need More subscribers And downloads from Massachusetts Than I currently have Your boy is all over the analytics. I have my own Sabermetrics team. We're getting it in. So we see the little blips. And the little bleeps. That come across our computer screen. When we're looking at the analytics. So Mass. Shouts out to you. But. I need more participation. For a place I call home for 15 years shout out to my Brookline people come out represent (laughs) miss I miss Massachusetts but I'm going to tell you right now I'm going to need a lot, lot more love coming from that neck of the woods real soon QP Nation we police our own here so you get on the Massachusetts people, you know, Texas is showing a lot of love, Seattle showing a lot of love. I got the Oregon situation going on, Florida is in the District of Columbia is killing it. Shouts out to the district, shouts out to Chocolate City. Y'all know what time it is For y'all I I don't know if I'm for your owner Or your football team But I'm for y'all Shout out to all my senators That's listening to the show <sighs> My congressmen In the district Listening to the QP Sports Exchange podcast Love it anyway all right we got one little on-campus deal that we need to talk about and yes i'm gonna home for ucla because that's what i do eight clap all day but it was a significant story and i thought i'd bring it to you so ucla flipped a dude that was already on usc's campus right it was a four star huge defensive tackle jay toya he was on usc campus Um, I guess he got out of high school a little bit early Went on campus And he was projected to be the starter My man went into the portal And went right over to Westwood And joined Chip, Chip Kelly And I couldn't be more pleased about this One Unfortunately I am not a Trojan fan Sorry UCLA all day I know it's very unpopular in my neighborhood and also you know I understand that USC stirs the drink you know collegiately here or whatever with the football but back off I like UCLA so I was happy about this so my man is now signed sealed delivered the 6'3 320 pound defensive tackle He looks like he will provide a lot of physicality and stoutness at the point of attack. And that's a big win for UCLA. And your boy could not be more pleased about that. All right. So it's a short show today. Don't worry. It will pick up. You know how the news cycle is right now in football, it's a little lacking. But we keep in mind, we got more stuff coming on this network. Okay? I am going to sign off now to go ahead and finalize deals to have more people talk either on this podcast or have their podcast of their own. I told you it was coming, you should be excited. Multiple podcasts on this network is not a bad thing. You know what is a bad thing? You not subscribing and downloading said podcasts. Fantasy Dreams by Kyler Copeland is dope. It will be up Saturday. He's doing a preview of fantasy steals and value picks on the NFC North. I'm sure he'll have a lot to say about that And like I said I'm just Pleased and I'm just I'm grateful to God for all That he's provided for me so You know I'm a man of faith I won't I can't do any of this Without him um, I don't know where where you stand With God but This, this guy right here Does get down With the G.O.D All right, so we give all glory and praise to him now with that being said we are up out here it's Friday you guys enjoy your weekend remember fantasy dreams tomorrow drops so if you're looking for a little edge in your fantasy football league get on that podcast I can't endorse it more now be good to yourself take care of you make sure you are properly in that space that you need to be to be a productive member of your family right walks little downtime rest you know little zen time whatever that is for you okay now once you've done all that appreciate the people around you let them know that without them you know you can't do the things you do Once you do out, th- Once you do that And you step outside Give your neighbor You know some daps Get your neighbor You know what up How you doing How is everything going You know what I'm saying Be present in that moment with your neighbor You don't know what people are going through And you don't know What a Friendly hello Can do to brighten their spirits So let's do that Let's be attentive to our neighbors The third thing Is Seek out a worthwhile organization In your neighborhood In your community See if you can donate some time If you can If you can't And you are blessed financially You know drop a couple dollars off You know spend a little green it'll do a world of good. As a person who struggled with alcohol for over 30 years, who went to a mission and got himself together, found God in a really really big way, and he's impacted my life. I wouldn't have been able to do that with the without the help of strangers. Right, There were people that were donating to the Long Beach Rescue Mission. Just countless faces believing in the process, believing in the vision. And I am a true testament. And I will tell you my testimony anytime you want. I was not the greatest of person. And now I am strongly with God. And I'm also now providing opportunities for others so it can be changed like that. You know what I'm saying? So staying grateful, staying humble, do all that. But you guys have a great weekend. I'm signing off right now. Remember, fantasy dreams. Get that podcast tomorrow and look out on Twitter and on Instagram for new alerts coming because i'm telling you some of the cats i got coming in here right now it's about to be super strong with question point pod network i'm just letting you know all right i'm bouncing y'all have a good weekend peace